Hey, mom. Hey, welcome to your favorite podcast, Letters to an Imperfectly Perfect Mom. This show delivers parenting, positivity, and a promise for moms to know we don't have to be perfect. Each week, we want to inspire you to take what you hear, develop your knowledge, improve your habits, and boost your confidence. All of that is to help you be a successful mom for your children. Remember, it's okay to be imperfect, and that's exactly what makes you perfect. Now, here's your host, Coach Dina Michelle. Welcome to this episode of Imperfectly Perfect Mom Podcast. I am Coach Dina Michelle, and I am here, and we're going to talk about today showing up for you. So I brought up this topic, and again, a lot of the topics that I bring up either have something to do with what happened to me personally or what has happened to a lot of people around me. So this one is kind of a twofold. So I had a mentor session on Thursday with my mentor. So I was the mentee at this time. And we were going over some things that I can do because now I am newly single and I have my four children and I'm taking care of them. And both of the fathers are in different states on the other side of the country. So I do have my family who's here that helps me and support me. However, the dads are not here supporting me and helping me. Financially, I had to get a job so that way I can make sure that, you know, whatever the dads were doing was extra, but I had enough that I had to take care of the kids. So I still have my business. I still have my nonprofit, but I also now picked up a job to where I have that regular income coming in, make sure we have benefits for health insurance, all of that. So that way I can make sure that we're taken care of and we're not struggling in any area. So that again, me getting a job became a part of my self-care, which was in that financial area of self-care. And so in that, then I began to talk to my mentor about areas and avenues of how I can then begin to make so much money within my business that I am no longer needing a job that I can pay for health benefits through my business. So my business now can provide health insurance for all those who are employed by my business. So I'm trying to get into that. So we were thinking of passive income ways, things that I have not already thought of. So like I have so many streams of passive income, but they're not coming in enough to where I can be able to sustain me and my children. So we're thinking of passive income that can bring in enough income while I am currently working. And another reason that I'm working is I'm trying to buy a house. So buying a house, again, they it's an easier process when you have a job, you have that steady income coming in for you to be able to purchase your home. So that's another reason why I have a job. So now I'm sitting here doing all this. So then at the end of the day on Thursday night, which um, she's in a different time zone than me. So it was about 9.45, 10 o'clock my time. And it was about 11 o'clock her time. And so she was beginning to talk about her not showing up for herself. And, you know, it was a very emotional lie. And so I was thinking like, oh my God, like I just talked to her a couple of hours ago and she was just amazing. She was for it. Like she was pouring into me and may helping me. And, you know, my session was only supposed to be about 30 minutes and she gave me an hour. So I'm like, oh my God, like she's pouring into me. And I just was so brought back by the fact that she had an emotional day to where she felt like she wasn't showing up for herself. 
Then I thought about it where I don't feel like I'm showing up for myself either, where I'm too busy showing up for everybody else. I'm showing up for my job. So my employer, my supervisor, my coworkers, the people who I am servicing. So everybody I come in contact with my job, I show up for them because I be there every day. I clock in. I give them my full potential while I'm there. And then afterwards I give and I show up for my kids. So whenever they need something, like for instance, now we're in Minnesota for a basketball tournament. So I show up for them. They have basketball practice. They have to meet with their trainer. They have training through school. They're in AAU, they're in summer league through school. One's getting ready to start football soon. So I show up for them whenever they need it. And so then I began to think and realize that, hmm, when do I have time to show up for me? Then I thought about it when I was married. And if you're married, you might be showing up for your husband, like you show up for them. Or if you're in a long-term relationship, you're showing up with that partner. Like you show up for them, whatever they need, you tend to, again, put you on the back burner and do things that might be pleasing for them. So then I also thought about, hmm, even with me being single now, I still show up or put my busy life that I normally would tend to, to somebody my husband, a dating partner, into other things. So I'm not, again, putting it into myself. I am showing up for everybody else. So then I decided that, hmm, well, I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing self-care. So I thought, you know, what's the difference between showing up for yourself and self-care? So then I thought about it. Self-care includes me physically. Showing up for myself could be a part of me physically taking care of myself. It can also be emotionally, which showing up for yourself definitely is emotionally, because when you show up for yourself, it has to do with your emotions. It should be something that brings you joy, brings you pleasure. And then I thought about, you know, spiritually showing up for yourself can be you doing something spiritually, then intellectually challenging your mind, that area of self-care. I'm like, hmm, showing up for myself could be me choosing something that's a class to do. And then socially, making sure that you do get socialized. So if you are single, making sure you're hanging out with friends, hanging out with people. If you're dating, making sure that the person you're dating, you're socializing with them and getting out. And then also in the other areas of, you know, financially, making sure that you are financially taken care of and then making sure that you're in all those areas and you're taking care of yourself. So I figure self-care is all of the areas combined. And showing up for yourself is making sure that the self-care that you're doing are things that you enjoy doing more emotionally than they are the physical aspects of you showing up for your life. So again, I felt like showing up for yourself was you actually taking care of yourself in short term that supports mental and emotional health. So it's that part of the self-care that you are taking care of yourself emotionally and mentally, which means that the things that you do to take care of yourself are things that you enjoy and you're doing it for you. So you're not doing it for someone else. So when it comes again to taking care of yourself and people wonder again, self-care, is it actually something that you have to practice and that you do? A lot of the times people are getting this mixed message or whatever about self-care and that it's always something that you have to do. It is something that you can do at any time. And again, the showing up for yourself is making sure that it makes you feel good. So self-care could be, you know, you drinking water, but you know you have to drink water, but you don't like water and drinking water does not 
really make you feel good mentally or emotionally. So you're going to dread drinking water. However, you know, water is something that you need to have for self-care, but you dread drinking water. So that's not really showing up for yourself because it's something that you don't really enjoy doing because you don't like it. However, you can be like, you do enjoy not drinking sodas. And so you find not drinking sodas as something that you can find enjoyable. So now you can look at it as I'm drinking this water, which is not soda. And you can kind of make it more of a showing up for yourself type thing or drinking, you know, juice instead of soda. So again, finding something that brings you joy. So I came up with a couple of things to help me now to make sure that I am showing up for Dina because Christopher, not going to show up for Dina. He may, but I can't guarantee it. And he's my oldest. Christian, he sometimes, for the most part, will show up for his mom because he loves to make sure that his mom is taken care of. However, I can't expect him to because if it comes down to him doing something that he chooses and that he likes and he loves, like football, he's definitely going to choose football. So if it's between mommy having to go to do something for herself and football, he would definitely choose football over his mommy. Christiana, again, is kind of the same where she would choose to choose to take care of her mommy first and show up for her mommy over herself. However, when it comes down to her wanting to hang out with her friends, she would choose to hang out with her friends. Taylor always chooses to show up for himself. He's always going to do something that brings him joy and fun all the time. And I love that about him because he makes sure that he's doing stuff that he likes. Even if it's with somebody who is not doing him right or being fair to him, if he's doing something that he likes with that person, he'll continue to do it with that person, even if they're being mean, because it's something that he enjoys doing. So I love that about Taylor. And so I thought about it and began to think that, you know, I need to make time for activities that bring me joy. So I got that little trick from Taylor. Like he does things that bring him joy, no matter who's around him, no matter what's doing, no matter if somebody's being mean to him or somebody's not treating him fairly, if the activity brings him joy, he loves it. So again, we have to make sure that what we're choosing brings us joy. And then we have to, again, practice affirmations and thoughts of positivity. Like, again, that is something that's going to bring us joy. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm, you know, listening to affirmations tells you what to think and what positive thoughts to think. But you can think those thoughts that bring you joy. Because listening to somebody say, I am enough, might not bring you joy. Because in that moment, you might not feel like you're enough. And to keep telling yourself that you're going to feel like this is not working, this is not working. And if you believe that it's not working, it's not going to work. However, you can bring find some joy in yourself and saying, oh, this is getting better. And so that could be something that you can say versus saying, I am enough. You can say, this is bringing me joy. Oh, I'm better than I was yesterday. That can be something that can bring you joy or just thinking about the fact that my kids are still doing well and that can bring you joy. And then you can get the thought that I am enough to be a mother. So then you're not thinking about I am enough because I am enough can be in every area. In every area, you might not feel like, again, you're enough, but you can say I am enough for my children. My children are happy. They're doing good. They're this. So then adding on something that brings you joy to that phrase can help you to practice thinking positive and getting your thoughts together. And again, just like Taylor, 
sitting there in a room playing activities that bring him joy with somebody who's being mean, pulling on him and trying to drag him, you know, in his mind is I'm having fun doing this. I'm going to continue to do this. I'm good at Rocket League. So I'm going to continue to play Rocket League. And the person next to him be like, oh, no, you're not doing that right. And he's like, nope, I'm good at Rocket League. I'm playing Rocket League and I'm good. So he will even find himself talking to himself positive, no matter what the people around him is saying. And then this one, I say, even in our self-care episode, we got to show ourselves some compassion. We are imperfectly perfect. So that's saying that we're not always going to be perfect. There are going to be some times we're going to make mistakes. But I told somebody else who was close to me and is going through some things. And even the mentor, when they was on there, you got done what you needed to get done that day. And that's all that matters. Again, with that going with the flow episode as well. What happened that day was supposed to happen. You're supposed to feel all of those emotions, all of those things, helping the clients that you help, helping your children, getting through the day. All of those things were supposed to happen. So show yourself compassion. Tomorrow is a new day. You can start over. And even if it's two o'clock in the afternoon and you feel like, oh, my God, this worst is the worst day ever. Three o'clock is a brand new hour. So you can start over at three o'clock. 201 is a brand new minute. You can start over at that moment. So show yourself compassion. Know that you're not perfect. You're not going to do everything right. But remember, that's how it was supposed to work out. I had a big project at work. I have not been working very long. I've been working since April of 2022. And it's now July of 2022. And I had this big project that I've never done. I'm working for a big organization that's the public school system of where I live at. I had to put on this big event. I had to come up with a team, a committee to do everything. They gave me a time frame that does not match with what they need to put contracts in. So I had to put on an event without any vendors. We had to do everything ourselves. We were not able to put in any contract to either pay for food or get food. So we had to, as a team, come out of our pockets and get reimbursed for everything later. And then because of COVID, a lot of the leadership or people who made decisions were out. So that took us out 20 days of us even being able to order food or get things done because it had to be approved. And so therefore, we had 10 days to put on this big event where we had about 300 kids to come out, six sites to come out, which was supposed to be planned for at least 60 sites coming out. But we only eventually had seven sites that I believe came out and we had about 300 kids there and all of the staff. So we had to buy food for these people and we literally had to will and deal to make sure that we had food for these kids. We had to make sure that we had games and activities for these kids. And it, uh, when I tell you that I was stressed, I was stressed. But again, I showed up for work. I showed up and nothing happened the way that it was supposed to happen. But then at the end of the day, I had to show myself compassion. And I literally had to say that probably every five minutes that this is how this is supposed to go. This is how this is supposed to go. This is how this is supposed to go. And I told myself that over and over as we were planning this event and even the day of the event. But at the end of the event, when I heard this kid tell me, you guys only do this once a year. Mind you, this is the first time that we've done this event. We do plan on doing it once a year. But this was the first time we did this event. And then when this little girl came up to me before she was getting on the bus and said, you only do this once a year. You guys need to do this more. I had so much fun. I think this is the most fun I've had all year. That then made me realize that this, again, 
what's supposed to happen and me giving myself the compassion that this is going to work out and that I'm not doing anything wrong and continuing to go through it and listening to my supervisor because at times I wanted to quit and be like, let's just do it virtual. Like we can put this on virtually and no one has to see it. That then made me realize that all the compassion that I gave myself was worth it. Another thing, and this is hard one for me, um, with showing up for yourself is setting boundaries. And it made me feel a little bit bad. I'm guilty of it. I set boundaries, but I don't keep them. I don't set firm boundaries. And it made me feel a little bit upset because I felt like when my mentor was mentoring me, she did not keep a firm boundary either because she loves me and wants to see the best for me. She had our session go a little bit longer than it was supposed to. And she should have said should have shut it down when it came down to that 30 minute mark. And she should have said, you know, we can pick it up again later or maybe gave me an extra five or 10 minutes to but to give me an extra 30 minutes of her time. I felt like she did not keep a strong boundary and it made me feel a little guilty. Like I took extra time for her and it made me want to be like, what's your cash app? So I can send you some extra money for having our session go a little bit longer. So we have to make sure that we are setting boundaries. People will not get upset if you set your boundaries. They will respect you and love you more if you set your boundaries and you keep them. So we need to make sure that we're setting boundaries and keeping them. So if you say that you're only going to talk to somebody for 30 minutes or an hour, stick to only talking to them for 30 minutes or an hour. If you said that you're going to take your kids to practice and then after practice, you're going to get home and at nine o'clock you're shutting it down, lay your kids down and tell them this is it. Nine o'clock, we're all laying down. We're being quiet. Don't bother mommy. I'm going to now go to sleep and rest. So just making sure that you're setting those boundaries so that you are not overwhelming yourself or again, showing up for that other person and not yourself. So making sure that you set boundaries in whatever area it is. So whether it's work, whether it's home life, whether it's with your children, whether it's with your spouse, whether it's with your dating partner, and even with yourself, setting boundaries for yourself. Like this is going to be the time that I'm going to spend recording this podcast. Make sure that you set that time aside and record your podcast. Again, I'm talking to me. Again, and this one is probably the most important for showing up for yourself and as well as self-care is taking time for yourself. Remember that you can't feel guilty for taking time for yourself. You can't pour from an empty glass cup, anything. So make sure that you're filling your cup up first. So whatever it is that you need for your overall self-care, do that. And then again, you add that show up for yourself spin where it's something that you enjoy. So you don't dread having your self-care time. It is something that you enjoy. Again, my self-care time, I thought was, oh, let me go get pretty. Let me go get my nails done. And I don't like my nails done. I don't like having the artificial nails. I really don't like the color on my nails. I don't like any of that. And then I went, and at the time that I went to so-called call getting self-care was the one time that then I passed out and it was no longer self-care. It was, oh, you're really not taking care of yourself the way that you're supposed to be taking care of yourself. You're supposed to be drinking water. You're supposed to be cutting back on coffee. You're supposed to be exercising. You're supposed to be eating healthy. And because everybody in my family had high blood pressure, I had a no added salt diet because I refused to have high blood pressure. And come to find out my blood pressure is low and I need to add some salt to my diet. So that's not something that affects me. However, it does affect my family. I still have it in moderations, but now I don't have a no added salt diet. I add a little salt. 
So then that way I can keep my blood pressure up high and again, making sure that I stay hydrated. And don't let anyone make you feel guilty about taking care of yourself and taking time for yourself. Stick to your firm boundaries of making sure that you're taking care of yourself. And then here's one that I'm learning more and more, connecting with yourself, because you can't show up for yourself if you don't know what you like, you don't know what you love, you don't know what makes you happy, brings you joy. So you have to connect with yourself. It is something inside of you, your intuition, your mama intuition, your woman intuition, God, your source, whatever it is to you, it's something inside of you telling you that this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. This is what makes you happy. The going with the flow, the path, the least resistance, whatever you want to call it, listen to it. It is telling you, this is what you like doing. Keep doing it. This is what you don't like. Don't do it. This is what absolutely brings you joy, no matter what's happening, what's going on. Whenever this happens, this brings you joy. It could even tell you this is the right man for you. Go for him. It could even tell you this is not the right man for you. You need to walk away. Whatever your intuition, your self, God is telling you, your belief, whatever that is for you, listen to it. Connect to it. Start writing it down if you're not able to remember. Write down, oh, I had a thought of going into daycare. I had a thought of having my son play basketball, like and some people may think that that's not an intuition, but it is like it brings him joy, brings me joy. I enjoy watching my six, three. I, last time we measured, he was six, three. He said he's six, four dunk on somebody like I be that brings that does bring me joy knowing that I birthed that like he's dunking like I am a basketball fan. I play basketball, so and I'm too short to dunk and, you know, watching him dunk brings me joy. So that's why I can come to Minnesota and be like, you know, I'm showing up for him. But at the same time, I'm showing up for me because I enjoy watching him have joy. So for me, it is showing up for me because, again, I get to see the accomplishments that I raised a nice African-American young male who is still doing something good for himself. He has good grades in school and he's playing. So that is me showing up for me because I get to see the fruits of my labor. Because them 28 hours was not fun, but I'm enjoying some of those fruits of that labor. So that is something that's for me. But again, connecting with your intuition and knowing what you like, because some people feel like coming to these tournaments and doing that could be a chore because it does cost money. You are in hotels. Again, COVID's out. People may find that it may not be something that may be that, but my intuition and my joy tells me that I enjoy that. And that is something that I love and something that I want to continue to do because it does bring me joy. Now this morning, I didn't go to the early game because I wanted to get some sleep because I had a drive here. So therefore, I did not make it to the first game. But then that's when I showed up for Dina, like, I need to get rest. You can go play this game. I'll be at the next two that comes up in the afternoon. And again, writing down what your intuition tells you. And you don't have to do that. You can also journal, write other things that are happening that can bring you to joy. So you're making sure that you write them down. So whatever brings you joy, write it down. Whatever your intuition is telling you, write it down. So that way you can have it to go back and remember what you said. And then here's another one that is not so easy for me, getting comfortable with your vulnerability, being vulnerable. That is something that, again, is showing up for us because we're always so afraid that we're not going to do things right. We're not going to get it right. It's not going to be perfect. People are judging us. People are looking at us weird and they're going to look at it. 
me being vulnerable allowed for me to open up and do this podcast. So now I'm able to share things with you guys about my personal life, but me being vulnerable also is going to help you. So knowing that whatever somebody else may say or judge me, fine. My intuition is telling me these are things that I need to say and I need to get out. And a lot of times I get confirmation that I'm not the only person who's going through this. Just like I said, with me not showing up and then my mentor who I thought, you know, was good, then turned around and did that live at the same time where I felt like I wasn't showing up for myself because I was going to go hang out with my brother and his girlfriend. And a part of me wanted to be like, no, I'm not going to go I got to get up. I got to go to work the next day. My kids didn't want me to go. They hadn't seen me all day, but I already set time to go hang out and have my social self-care. So that way I'm not always with my kids and having to do things that they wanted to do, but I was doing something for me. And then you have to connect with your passion. Again, know what makes you happy, things that you are enthused about doing in, in just do it. And my passion is helping people. So I have to get into different avenues of knowing that I am helping people. So find what your passion is. And so my passion, I thought was working with children. I thought it was working with moms. I thought it was doing this. And I was like, oh my God, it's working with families. Like, this is just so big. Like I, there's so many things to do. And I just realized my passion is even bigger than that. My passion is helping people. I can see somebody on the street. And if it's my intuition tells me I'll give them money, or if it's just me sitting there listening to them, I will sit and listen to them. What my passion is helping people, giving people the resources and tips and strategies that they need to help them, to help them in their career, to help them advance. I like helping people. I have a passion for it, more so for people who are like me. So my passion more so is to make sure that there are people out me get get the help that they need so that the things that I did, you guys do not have to go through. So you guys just can jump from point A to point D. You can skip B and C. And then even more so you can get to X. So you can be right where I am. So you skip all that pain and anxiety and all that stuff that I had to go through. You can skip all of that because I'm going to give you the resources to make sure you skip that. Now, if you choose to go through B and C, that's up to you. But most of the time, I'm going to give you some tips and some strategies so you can skip that and go straight to D. So therefore, you need to always make sure that you're connected to somebody who definitely has you um, as their best interest. They have your best interest in mind. So you want to make sure you're connected to somebody who has your best interest in mind, whether it's a mentor, whether it's people who you listen to through podcasts, whether it's people who you follow on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, Twitter, all those social media aspects. Make sure it's somebody who has your best interests at mind and it's some place that you want to go. Not just because, oh, I heard if they're very good, make sure that you do your research on who you following and who you listening to because then you start believing that stuff, it's in your mind. And there are a lot of people out here, and I know a few, who are not living the way that they portray themselves to be out on social media. So many of them are using credit to have everything that they have. Some of them are making it seem as if they are only working their business, and a lot of them are door dashing, doing all that other stuff. And I'm not knocking it, but they're not telling you all the other things that they're doing like me i have another job i i i have my businesses my disc my business is doing well i have a nonprofit, and we're getting that together but at the same time i know that right now where i am in my life i i'm going to get another job because i will not let my children or me struggle at any point and i'm not going to door dash i will figure it out another way i will never have me and my children 
struggle ever again. So therefore, you need to watch who you're following because a lot of people are not living the lifestyle that they put out there. And it's for you to do your research on who you follow because you may be like, oh, well, they, they don't have no nine to five job and they out here doing it. So I'm going to do exactly what they do. Everything costs money. And they may be doing something on the side to make sure that they have that money. Make sure you have ask the questions so that way you can do exactly what you need to do to make sure that you're taking care of you and your children. Sorry, I ran off on a tangent, but my intuition told me that I needed to say that to you guys. So make sure who you're connected to have your best interest at heart and they're living what they tell you to do. They're living it. That's the key. And then again, lastly, connect to who you are. Be you all the time. So whether you loud, be loud. Whether you quiet, be quiet. Whether your authentic self is always helping people and not expecting them to give you anything in return, continue to be that. That was my biggest thing. I never was authentic because there are so many people who I've helped and some of them appear and some of them may be further than where I am. Uh, and I am 100% okay with that. I used to not be 100% okay with it. I was more like 80% okay with it. But now I'm 100% okay with it because my path is I enjoy help with people and not worried about y'all doing anything for me because God, my source, always got me. My mentor told me that whenever I put my mind to I get and I do it and there's nothing that can stop me. So I realized that me helping you guys just opens up for my source to just continue to give to me. So I don't have to expect for you guys to do anything for me because my source always got me. Unexpected checks come to me that I don't even know. People will then buy courses and classes online that I don't even know. Again, jobs come to me where I'd be like, oh, I think I want that job. No, nope, I want that job. And then that's the job that I get. I apply for jobs. Oh, no, that one not going to fit. That one not going to work. That one not going to work. Oh, this is a job that I wanted and had to wait six months to get the job. But I was like, that's the job that I want. And then that wasn't even a job that I got. I got a whole new position that was not even on their website. And it's a position where I'm a supervisor, get paid supervised money, and I don't have to supervise anybody. I just go in and make sure that these sites are doing what they're supposed to do. And sometimes I don't even have to go into them. I can tell the other supervisors to go into your sites and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do. So this job was lined up just for me. So again, my source always takes care of me. So remember that. Be you no matter what. So I am not ever ever. If you guys want to sell into me and you want to give to me, that is fine. There's always a donation stuff, either on either one of my websites or my nonprofit or even my website. You can buy something, whatever you will choose to do, that is fine. But just know that my source always got to me and always take care of me. And that is what I continue to live. So those are the things that I feel like we need to do to make sure that we are showing up for ourselves. So showing up for ourselves is a part of your self-care and should be a part of your self-care, but don't exclude it because drinking water, again, may not be something that you like or want to do, but that's your self-care part. But showing up for yourself is making sure that you're not drinking coffee or soda. Giving up something can be a little bit more better than, you know, taking on something that you don't want. So again, making sure that we are showing up for ourselves and doing everything that we need to do. Because when we are taking care of ourselves and showing up for ourselves, we are being the best mom possible to our children. I love you. I want to see the best for you. And remember, it's okay to be imperfect because you are imperfectly perfect. Have a good day. Dear mom, let's show up.
as a mom of four and even being a single mom of four, I found myself putting things on a back burner for myself, but showing up for everyone else around me. I would show up for my kids. Of course, I love them. I will show up for my family. Of course, I love them. But when I found that I was showing up more for my clients, that's when I began to look back and be like, I know that I love my clients as well, but because I'm giving all my time to my children, my family, my friends, and now my clients, what was I really doing for myself? And I realized that I was doing my regular self-care activities, like making sure I'm drinking water, getting enough rest, hanging out with friends, doing social things. But when it took time for me to do stuff to show up for myself, was I really showing up for myself? Was I doing what I said I was going to do for myself? And even the things that I said I were going to do, were they things that I really enjoyed doing? Were they things that I wanted to continue to do? I realized that it was not things that I wanted to do or that brought me joy. I was just doing them just to be doing them. Then I decided one day after listening to my mentor that I'm going to show up for me doing things that are going to bring me joy and I'm going to do them and not let anyone stop me. I decided that I had to commit to myself first. I had to discipline myself to set boundaries to be consistent in my own goals that I have for myself. And I had to work towards whatever it was and I had to do it hard. So just as fast as I would drop things at a dime for my children, I had to drop things at a dime for me. I found that I got easily distracted when it came down to doing stuff for me. No longer, no more. I was committed to myself, committed to showing up for me. Another thing that I did is I decided that I had to set boundaries. The boundaries were set. These are going to be things that I was going to do no matter what, like wake up early in the morning and decide to listen to my affirmations. So then that way I can start my day with positivity. So regardless if my kids woke up early, when I first woke up, the first 30 minutes was spent to me meditating, praying, and listening to my affirmations. No one was going to stop me calls were not being answered, kids were not being talked to for the first 30 minutes of my day. So I set that boundary that this time was my time. And I began to do that throughout the day. Another thing that I decided to do is speak up for myself. When there are things that I did not like or things that I did not want to continue to do, I decided that I had to speak up for myself. Of course, this does not mean start an argument, get upset. This just means calmly telling people that this is not something that you want to do. And even something as simple as just saying no. You have to speak up for yourself because therefore no one else will. No one else is going to take care of you like you are. No one else is going to show up for you like you should show up for yourself. Another thing that I decided to do was to stop overthinking things and just decide to go for it. A lot of times we decide and we think that, oh, is this what God is telling me to do? Oh, is this what I'm supposed to do? And we hesitate. 
if there's a feeling inside of you, listen to your intuition. It's telling you these are things that you should do and want to do. And then again, you've tried it. And if you don't like it, you know that you don't like it. So again, stop overthinking stuff. Follow your intuition and know what your intuition is telling you to do. Stop being so hard on yourself. Know that no one's perfect. We all are struggling. We all make mistakes. Show compassion for yourself. Show up for yourself by giving yourself the same forgiveness and compassion that you give your kids and that you give other people around you. Because I promise you, no one else is going to criticize you the way you criticize yourself. We are our biggest critics. Remember, show yourself some compassion. Be easy on yourself and enjoy everything. Let yourself feel everything, even though things don't go the way you want them to go. Just go with it. Feel everything. Feel the grief, feel the pain, feel the sorrow, feel the happiness, feel the joy. Feel all of it. Because then that's what helps you to know what you like and what you don't like. How to get past it, how to move forward. So in your moments of grief, what makes you happy? Listen to your mind and your body and listen to it as it works through everything that comes its way. Again, when those moments of sadness that appear throughout the day, note them and then find something to help you to be better. The feeling of failure and defeat or not feeling good enough, again, feel those feelings and feel in that moment what made you feel that way and remember that. So then next time when it comes around, you're doing something different. And again, you want to make sure that you stop caring what other people think about you. A lot of times we sit and think that, oh, if I do this, they're going to be mad at me. Or if I do this, they're going to look at me differently. Don't feel embarrassed about what you're doing for you. Be you. Follow your passion. Know what you want. Wear what you want. Do what makes you feel good. And don't worry about what anybody else has to say. Most of the time, they're feeling just as insecure as you are. And celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself in everything you do. The little things, the big things. Celebrate yourself so your body knows exactly what it is that makes you happy. The more you celebrate yourself, the more you'll feel better. The more the people around you will feel better. And again, when you're celebrating yourself, you're showing up for yourself. Because you celebrate for your kids. You celebrate for your family members and your friends. Now it's time to celebrate for you. And if no one claps for you, clap for yourself. If no one pats you on the back, pat yourself on the back. And remember, you are imperfectly perfect. And that's what makes you perfect.